Hey everybody, welcome to the BSN Avalanche Podcast presented by Total Beverage. Before we jump into the show, I want to tell you about this really awesome deal for BSN listeners. If you didn't know by now, Total Beverage is delivering beer, wine, and liquor anywhere in the North Metro area from Wheat Ridge to Erie. For a limited time, Total Bev is offering $10 off a $50 purchase on their website and app. Use promo code BSN10 to save $10 off a $50 purchase for all your parties and have it delivered straight to your door. Let's jump into the show. Welcome into another episode of the BSN Avalanche Podcast, presented by Total Beverage. I am your host today, AJ Hayfley, alongside Nathan Rudolph. We are here. Day one of Avalanche Development Camp is in the books. It is behind us. It is completed. It is done. It is no more. I ran out of ways to say that we lived through it. Rudo, how nice was it be, be, being back at the rink and actually watching live hockey again? Yeah, especially the afternoon session was a load of fun. Morning session dragged yeah. on a little bit, but but there was a lot of good stuff there. So, yeah, uh, the afternoon session was uh, as such that I didn't tweet about it at all, uh, and I took no video. Uh, I took some morning video of, of of different drills, different players doing different things. Uh, but in the in the afternoon, I was just I was taking it all in. I was enjoying it, and a um, lot of fun, man. The once they got past the first uh, hour when they were on one rink and they switched rinks. Yeah. And they went from typical open of an abs practice drills that I've watched 10,000 times <laughs> uh, to actually doing some some interesting things, uh, especially the three on three that started to get interesting. So I liked that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. The two on two or three on three or whatever you want to call it is is always a fun time. Yeah, well and then when they when they cut the the nets down and then they yeah. they did the half ice two on two, that was that's a a great way to uh a great way to to cram all your players into a tiny space and see what they do uh, yeah, in exactly. in in closed spaces, decision making, uh puck handling skills, uh being able to do all the different things uh that that you need to be able to do at the NHL level in a very confined space. Uh, it's it's always interesting because there are always guys that just just can't handle it. They can't handle the speed. They can't handle decision making. None of it. And we saw a little bit of that today. Uh, but we are gonna a lot a lot happen today. And this yeah. is a dev camp with more storylines than we really know what to do with. Yeah. Uh, on day one, all of the talk was about Connor Timmins. He was out there. He was healthy. He was part a full participant. We talked with him afterwards, in which he said, "I'm not totally cleared yet, but I'm sort of totally cleared." Yeah, I don't see how he wouldn't be cleared. I mean, he did all the drills. He participated in everything. They even had a drill where the whole thing was just him taking contact along the boards. So I don't see how right. he's not cleared. Basically, <laughs> it's it's basically like, can you do it in? The up bright lights of the Pepsi Center. Yeah. <laughs> like, can you can you handle that? And one of the tests will come uh, this Friday, as he is hopeful to play in the three-on-three, three, uh, up in Fort Collins. If he can't handle the lights in three-on-three, three, then obviously we have a real problem here. Uh, but if he gets if he gets past that test just fine, then you know you're you hope that it's smooth sailing uh, going into training camp in September. Exactly that. It it would be nice for him to just 
clear that and, and be done with it. Yeah, but he was a full participant today. We got to watch him do everything he that was asked of everybody else. What were some of your impressions of him? Uh, he was a little bit shaky at times in the morning session, especially off the puck. He seemed like he kind of needed to get a feel for things again, but he can do some fun stuff when he gets the puck on his stick, man. I gotta, I gotta, I, I will add the caveat in here because I do think it's important context. Uh, the morning drills involved a lot of stuff. Yes, there was that was that was specifically designed to make players uncomfortable. Yeah, and to put them in situations that they're never in. Uh, for example, with the defensemen, they were doing a drill in which they were not allowed to cross over. Yep. Um, in any direction. Uh, they were moving laterally, forward, backwards, no crossovers. I don't know if you've ever watched defensemen skate before, but they do it all the time. <laughs> and they were just trying to break that habit. They were they were just putting them in situations that they were uncomfortable in. And imagine that, like a lot of those guys didn't look very good doing that. Yeah. Um, you know, I tweeted out uh, and, and included a video in my post today on bsndenver.com that uh, Drew Hellison struggled in a drill in which he had to protect the puck, but he also wasn't allowed to, he, he didn't have a stick yep. and the other guy did. And all he had to do was try and just keep the guy from getting the puck. And it was all about angles and keeping a guy in front of him. And like, he's never done that in his life. Clearly. Yeah. Like, and he got smoked doing it. And that was, that was the morning session was a defenseman not named Bowen Byram getting uh, getting smoked doing these drills trying to trying to protect the puck without a stick and Tibbins looked very mortal during the session yeah it was you you know he was he was rusty and you were kind of like ooh like okay is this is this rust or is this like how how much of this do we attribute to the fact that he hasn't played in a year but he has practiced so it's not like he's been sitting on the couch for a year. Yeah, I I definitely attribute a, a good amount of it to Rust, especially and comfort level maybe, because you can see when they gave Timmons the puck and said, go at this other defenseman, he had no problems doing that. So I think he has to get his game legs or even practice legs in this case a little bit, but we saw him in the afternoon session he had no problem jumping into these game situations and doing what we know him to do well. So it's drills. Sometimes you just don't look great in drills, especially like you said, in, in weird ones like that. I think Timmons is, is a player that is quite good at reading plays and you put him in a situation that he doesn't understand how to read like that. And, and things get weird. And then they put him in a hockey situation, and boy, did he look different. Yeah, yeah. Throw him into two-on-two or line rushes or whatever you want to call him, and all of a sudden he's threading needles with passes and and playing with confidence. The line rush in particular where he ran into his guy at the blue line, they they almost went offsides. He regrouped with the puck at center ice, darted in on the left side, stopped just inside the blue line, and feathered a pass through three guys tape to tape on one of, I don't remember who it was that was cutting to the net and got it in there perfectly uh, for a shot on net. I was like, oh, 
Exactly. Okay, like that was that was one of those moments where you're like, all right, I get it. Yeah, light bulb moment for sure on that one. It'll. It's interesting with him at these things because he's still not the greatest skater, so he doesn't show well when it comes to that. But you can absolutely see the offensive skill. Yeah the the reading of uh, the play, you know, when we talk about how smart he is and the way that. Uh, he he attacks offensively. It's it's IQ. Yep. Yeah. And I think that I think that it's really it's super encouraging to see that he was able to he was able to process the game like that and that he played the way that he did and uh, all the concussion stuff, all that, you know. We're apparently comfortable enough uh, that uh, afterwards, after he got done doing his media scrum, he was walking out and Shane Bowers walked by him and said, all the bright lights of the cameras can't be helping. (laughs) And he just, just like, it was like a deep, like hearty chuckle. Yeah. And then everybody, everybody kind of gave Bowers was like, "Nah, I got him," you know. It was like, ah, and the fact that this is just like, okay, yeah, I think that's fascinating. Um, I, I, I think the guy's totally healthy, and we're just waiting for him to play a preseason game in Pepsi Center to say that he's one hundred percent, right? Because it to me, it sure looked like he was ninety nine point five percent there today. Yeah. I- to me, he's he's healthy until he's not at this point. And I have to putting him in the hockey situations and and seeing what he could do, and just in those limited in those limited spots. Whew. Yeah, the, the the skill didn't go anywhere. That's for sure. It's it's funny because like we've we've sort of, I say we, I I'll say I because I don't want to speak for others. <laughs> I've sort of placed him in like the separate category over the last year where we talk about the future and building for the future and contracts and all the different aspects of uh, building a defense and who you want to sign, assign, you know, big money to down the road. You know, Sam Gerrard, obviously you want to give some cash to Um, Nikita Zadorov, maybe. Kind of on the fence there. Right. Uh, Tyson Berry, we'll see. You know, can they move Eric Johnson's money at some point? Well, up until now, uh, up and up until the last year, there wasn't really a thought about it because why would they? Why would they do that? Yeah. They still need Eric Johnson, and now you're looking at it. You know, Kale McCarr is here, and he looks like the real deal. You just used the fourth overall pick and on Bowen Byram, and then oh, by the way. Connor Timmons looks very good. Yeah, you kind of had to put him in his own little box for a while, right? Because, I mean, a player misses an entire season, especially one when he needs key development. And you just don't know what he's going to be until he gets back on the ice. It's going to be it's going to be fun. Um, Exactly what happens with Timmons. uh, As long as he stays healthy, I'm happy, like. As long as he's healthy and he gets an opportunity to 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 live it out and to play out his potential, because yeah. uh, boy does it look like the Avs have a real player there. And 
since we talked about him a little bit in this segment as well, I was just going to make this mostly about Timmons, but that afternoon session, Drew Hellison looked really good. Yeah, he looks, he was great in the afternoon session. You give him a stick and get him moving, and, and all of a sudden he's got huge range with the stick to take pucks away and is, is flipping up breakout passes like he's not even trying. It was impressive. I the 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 two on one that he broke up where he just chipped the puck up the wall and, and like didn't break a sweat. Where he just oh took the puck, moved around, chipped it up, bloop. Yeah. He when he's in his element, he makes things look easy and, and that was a stark contrast to how hard he was making things <laughs> look in the morning. He really did ride the struggle bus and then figured it out. Uh, you know, they they put him into a, a familiar situation, and all of a sudden it was like, oh, I know how to do this. The one thing I will say about Hellison, we still haven't seen him in any kind of a situation in which he is pressed with the puck. Um, yeah. I do want to see that, obviously. I, I, I know he can play defense. That's what he did well at the DP. It's why he got the shutdown role that he did. We know he does that well. So to see that, to see him do that in a very obviously a very limited sample today, uh, and just in the afternoon session, and a, more particularly the second half of the afternoon session, um, that wasn't a big surprise. I want to see more of the all around game because you can see the skills. He's big. He's a big boy, and he's got good feet, and he's got soft hands, and you just want to see if there's something more offensively yeah it can he make those decisions when he has a half second left right or or does he get into starting to fire the puck around on yep. the boards and things like that when he has a half second only to make yeah. it you know not even just left but that's that's how long he has to decide what he wants to do exactly it's and that's we'll see if he starts doing that then hold on to your hats because you might have something real there and I mean, we're talking about the guy. We're talking about guy who's taking forty seventh. We sh- we should have something there. Like yeah. there, there should be something there with the forty seventh pick. This shouldn't be like a revelation. No, I, I agree with you. You you pick a guy there because you think they have that. Well, one guy um, that we will say I, I think was a revelation today. We will talk about in the next segment. Because I'm going to cliffhanger you like that. (laughs) Sorry. This is the BSN Avalanche podcast presented by Total Beverage. We will be right back on the other side to keep talking about day one of Dev Camp. Don't go anywhere. And welcome back in segment number two, the BSN Avalanche podcast presented by Total Beverage. I cliffhangered you at the end of segment one, so we'll just jump right into it here. Matthew Steinberg, a guy that was drafted with the first pick of the third round and... uh, Based on what very limited video we were able to dig up, not a lot of uh, not a lot of impressive feelings uh, about what we saw actually on on tape. There, a little bit different tune after seeing him in person. Yeah, I mean it's one day. A little bit. Yeah, and I'm not gonna say he totally blew me away, and was, I was like, "Wow, this like the third looks like a third rounder," but. I saw him and he was doing good things and he was keeping up and he fit right in. Didn't look out of place. And 
that's all I was hoping for with him. And he's absolutely there. The skating looks way better in person than it did on tape. Yeah, it looked real bad on tape, and it was fine. Yeah, I mean, nothing nothing special. Like, it didn't jump off the ice. But given what we saw on tape, where it was like, oh boy. Yeah. Like, it it looked really solid. Yeah, it didn't hurt him at all today. and, And that's all you can ask. It's... And then he shot the puck. Yeah, he his backhand especially really surprised me. Where did that thing come from? I don't know. He just was roofing it. Right, and he did it multiple times where it wasn't just like this. He just got a hold of one. I I think I counted four today where I was like, dude. Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah, it was it was really nice to see him. Maybe there is something there, and you actually get your eyes on it, and you feel a little bit more confident about it. I think the same thing you said about Hellison still applies. I need you need to, you need to see him in a game. Yeah, exactly. But this was encouraging because it was feeling like the Josh Anderson pick from a couple of years ago, and then when Josh Anderson showed up, he still had a broken back, and even with that caveat, we were like, mm. "Yeah." <laughs> And then it never got better. Like, he got healthy, but it's never improved. Like, Josh Anderson got rocked today. Yeah. And it was disappointing to see. And we've all kind of, we've all sort of written that pick off. Um, a, a guy spent the majority of his his first pro year in the ECHL. And it's, yeah. he's got a long way to go is, is, is how I'll put that. That's kind of you. <laughs> Yeah, and like he's got a long way to go, and he he did not have a very good day. But I I was worried that Steinberg was kind of the same thing, where you, even when you're watching just the raw t- the raw tools, the skills, you know that that you're oh man, I'm not going to be able to get much out. I I can't see this. Maybe something's different in a game situation, but even just in practice, this is yikes. Yeah, this is this whole camp is a super concentrated, very quick look at you versus your peers. And the fact that he didn't look well behind is a really good sign. I didn't think he looked behind at all. Yeah. I, I mean, the skating again, like skating's not, it, it didn't stand out and we do want to see him get into a game, but just raw skill wise, he fit in very nicely with this group. And this is a, this was a group that is quite a bit better than the group, the groups that they were icing a few years ago, just all around. Uh, yeah. Yeah we looked at those old lists and it's not even comparable really. <laughs> it's, it's really not like you of course totally expect the majority of these guys are not going to end up in the NHL. Like, of course not. It's just, you're not, yeah. you're not looking at that. Like, Oh wow. Look at, you know, Hey, look, they got 17 NHL players out of this group. Like that's not going to happen. <laughs> Uh, but if I mean if they got seventeen AHL players out of this group, yeah, that would that'd be, be pretty wild. That'd be unbelievable. Uh, but it's it, you know the guy like Steinberg. It it was encouraging. Day one was encouraging. Uh, I I liked him shooting the puck, and he's he's a wide body, and moving the way that he did today, I could see how in a game he could be a he could be a real handful. Yeah, the the one thing that shown through as a positive on the videos that he didn't get to show here is his physicality. And I'm interested to see how that plays out on Friday night at the 3 on 3. 
Well, and when they when they cut it into, uh, they did the two on twos and the three on threes. Yeah, but especially when they did the two on two half ice, still not out of place. No, quick yeah. quick decision making. Got a couple of shots off. Played well. Um, I I liked I liked this first day, man. I have to say I liked this first day. Yeah, I I don't think you could have asked for anything more out of him, and you got to be happy with that. He, you got to start somewhere, and, and this was a good start. And, you know, this is in the past. I've been critical of picks, and I've continued to be critical of those picks. One of the ones that I was critical of last year was Sampo Ranta, and I thought he was awesome today. Yeah, I mean, Sampo is the type of player that's going to look good at these things, but they put him next to Kout for most of the day, and those two were just going off. When they were on that line together, when they were doing the line rushes in the 3v3 yeah. uh, back and forth, those two fed off of each other so nicely. Yeah. I don't I don't know what I don't know where it came from. I don't know how that chemistry developed, but it was instant because and we'll get to count in a second, but yeah. Ranta I mean, when Ranta is is flying around and he's skating, I mean he's six foot three and he skates like the wind. Yeah, he's he's fun to just watch skate around and and fire pucks at goalies. And I and there's a reason that I'm not I didn't write about any goaltenders in my recap today. Uh, I I didn't I don't this is this is an awful awful setting to judge them in. Yeah, they are working on specific things that they're being told to do by the coaching staff, and they're they're it's five on O drills. Like they're <laughs> they're just they're just getting fired at. For with you know from from everywhere, all the time, like trying to trying to judge a goalie based on stuff from today, just feels cruel. So I'm not going to get into it. But Ranta winging pucks today, that kid can shoot. Yeah, it's it's kind of what we already knew he could do. But every time you see it again, you're like, oh right, this kid could be good. <laughs> Right, but like that's his reputation, and so he needs to do things like that. Yeah, exactly. And I've talked about him before, and what he still needs to improve probably still holds. But if you see him consistently doing these type of things, that's uh, that's going to be hard to say no to. At least when it comes ELC time. Yeah, and like you don't know where a lot of these like mid round guys fit in when it comes to the forward core and the future and who's replacing whom. And cause it would be silly to think that, you know, the top line and Kerfoot and Jost and Comfer and Kamenev, like all these guys are all going to work out and be long time abs. And they don't, you know, the, the, none of these kids can ever break down and, and get a, get a spot or anything. Um, the Ranta's one of those guys with major upside. He was in talked about as a late first round guy in in last year's class, uh, in last year's draft class, simply because the tools jump out at you in such an obvious way. Yeah, it's he's hard to miss if you're looking at raw skill for sure. Well, a guy that we don't know specifically for raw skill but know him as more of a heady all-around player uh last year's first rounder martin kaut that is a man 
Yeah, no, he's he's done. I don't need to see him for the rest of the week. He's he is beyond this. <laughs> Boy count is gone. Yeah. <laughs> Man count is here. Yeah, he he walks into this. I think it was like the second drill where they actually used pucks. And he walks in on Ananen, backhand roof, score. Comes back around, forehand roof, score. And <laughs> it was just filthy. Well, and like, this was not a guy that we know as uh, a great, like, a skating is not what, what separates him. No, no. If he... today was the first day I'd ever seen him, you could have fooled me. Right. <laughs> he came into this camp probably with a good head start on a lot of the guys here, but he basically put a stamp on it and said, I'm ready. Bring it, boys. It's <laughs> today was a really impressive performance uh, for him to 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 put that on the ice and to put that out and all these other guys that are like oh like I'm competing for a job and I'd like that's what that looks like you want to know what it looks like to be a kid ready to take the next step if you don't look like Martin Cout look today you're not ready exactly he's he's gonna be the gold standard of his camp I think he already is and. I, at this point, I this is based off of more than just this camp, obviously. You can't take that much out of it, but there's no way that guy isn't playing in the NHL by the end of this season. There's I'm If I'm watching that camp, I'm maybe not looking to sign Jonas Donskoy anymore. <laughs> exactly. You're saying, okay, this guy should have an opportunity to earn his spot in real camp. Absolutely. And if he doesn't, like, we'll wait. Yep. Because whew, he he just he looked great. And, like, you don't want to make too much out of these camps. Of course. But the thing with Martin Kaut, when, and we're talking about, oh, like, this guy's got, like, nice shot here and he's a great skater here. Martin Kaut physically, physically <laughs> is a man. Ready. Yeah. Like that dude walks into a room and you immediately assume that guy's got at least two kids. Yeah. He's, he does not look like a 19 year old kid. Absolutely. Like that dude, not at all. No, definitely. No. Like I said, boy count is gone. Like <laughs> the, the adorable, like rosy cheeked boy count that, that was all smiles at the draft last year and was hugging all the other draftees and like personality wise. Very much still around. But physically, Boycout yeah. is gone. On the ice, if you line up against him, you're not going to be all smiles and happy. <laughs> it's an imp- It was an impressive day for, for Cout. And it's funny that we are only through, what, half of the first rounders? Yeah, we got quite a few of them these days, don't we? <laughs> Yeah, uh, you know, I say half of them. I think Cout's the only one we've talked about. Yeah, we got three more to go. Three more to go. We'll talk about those in the third segment. (laughs) I promise. That's all the third segment will be. (laughs) So uh, stick around. We're going to talk about those three guys. Newhook, Bowers, Byram. We'll get to it. This is the BSN Avalanche podcast presented by Total Beverage. We will be right back. All right, going to pay some bills now, and we're going to start with some game-changing coffee. 
Shavacraft is a CBD-enriched coffee that has really changed lives. The reviews are incredible, so make sure that you check them out. The CBD-infused coffee has taken away long-term migraines, back pain, arthritis, IBS. It has helped decrease anxiety, you name it. CBD is all-natural and not psychoactive. The coffee is rich and tasty, and we couldn't recommend it more to our listeners. Check it out for yourself today and receive 20% off when you use promo code BSN2019 at checkout, and you'll get it shipped straight to your door. And welcome in third and final segment here, the BSN Avalanche podcast presented by Total Beverage. <sighs> Rudo, we've gone through two-thirds of the show. We've talked about one first-rounder. And it was none of the ones they used uh, that they drafted last week. Yep, sort of a sort of a weird day that way. Yeah, it's uh, it's a lot more high end talent than we're used to at these things. Yeah, <laughs> I'd say so. Um, Shane Bowers. Let's just start here. I wrote today in uh, in my uh, analysis of it that the word I would use for Shane Bowers is polished. One hundred percent agree. He was super duper polished, and he was last year too. But obviously, with an extra year under his belt, it's just that much further along. He did get into pro games at the end of last season, and he just looks so ready to take on pro competition at this point. Absolutely, man. Um, the he as much as we talked about like Cout, and you know that's more of a that's more of a physical thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> with Bowers, it's during drills. The what a what I what one of the things that I noticed when uh, they were driving down uh, the center of the ice, yeah, him lifting the stick of yeah. the coach every time. Yep, and then you you were watching it. Nobody else did it. Right, he does and all the I, little things. I saw Newhook do it once after he saw Bowers do it. <laughs> and it looked like the first time he'd ever done it because <laughs> he did it so awkwardly. <laughs> and then he didn't do it again after that. He was like, oh, that didn't go well. I don't want to do that again. That looked bad. But Bowers super, like, drives the net, lifts the stick for the so that the, the guy who gets the puck behind him doesn't have to worry about it. Yeah, it. He not only does he do all the little things, there's another drill where he was doing it with Ranta. And the whole point of the drill was for the guy to push off of the defending guy and go get the puck. And as they were doing it, Bowers was constantly talking to Ranta, like try doing it this way or try going like this, or I'm going to go over here. And you can just see that not only is he trying to improve himself, but he's making everyone around him better too. Yeah, absolutely, man. The the passing. Uh, I had one of one of the people we were watching there today uh, comment to me said I didn't know Bowers was such a good passer. And yeah, I mean I've watched a lot of him in college, so I knew. <laughs> um, but seeing it live is it's always different when you see it live and and tape to tape the the crispness of it, the good vision. Um, I I think the biggest thing that's keeping him from really breaking through the ceiling is the fact that he's not much of a goal scorer. Yeah. He does not put the back of the net, put the puck in the back of the net quite as much as you'd hope. But I mean, there was just about everything else. There was one sequence where he had like five shots at the net. Yeah. 
with a goaltender who was like already like in position and instead of just putting it where the goalie wasn't, he just couldn't do it. Yeah, exactly. And that was one of those moments where you were like, I get it. Okay. Like I'm seeing the ceiling here where this guy's not, you know, and, and you look at his, his numbers everywhere he's ever played. Uh, he's not that guy. Right. He's he's not. He doesn't fit the mold of so many of the other guys that they brought into this camp where this is the most talented shooting crop that I think the Avs have ever brought to a camp like this. But this isn't a guy that scores lots of goals. You know, the USHL, he only had 22 goals in 60 games. His, his freshman year, 17 goals. Last year, down to 11 goals. Uh, didn't score any goals at WJC's. It's not who he is. In even even when he was a, a dominant player in uh, in Halifax in lower leagues, he was not a dominant goal scorer. He yeah. just he just wasn't. It's never been that the strength of his game. He's always been good playmaking guy. That's very very smart, uh, good size, and great defensively. That's his profile. That's I think what we saw today. Except he didn't get asked to play much in the way of defense. Yeah, but you can kind of see that translate through. I, I think your five shot attempts example is a really good one because he couldn't get the finish, but every single time the rebound would come off and he'd find a way to beat the defenseman and get the puck and grind it out and then get it to his teammate and then it would come back to him and he'd fire it right into the goalie again. But It's not hard to see that guy sitting next to a Sampo Ranta on a line someday. Yeah, exactly. Or or um, a Ranta and a Martin Kaut, you know, right. where... Ranta might be your weak link defensively there, but he kind of elevates everybody else offensively and Cout can do everything. Yeah, he had really great chemistry this whole day with Nick Henry. And that's another, like, Eagles fans. There yeah, you go. Get excited for those like, two together. <laughs> there was there was actually one uh, one sequence where it was Cout. Yeah. and those uh, Cout, Bowers, and Henry. And they went down the ice and they just destroyed. And I was like... I was like, I was, I was standing down by the glass and I started doing like the flutter hands where I was like, oh my God, it's happening <laughs> because it was just, I mean, it's, it's, we always talk about, you know, and you always do the rosturbation of, oh, this guy can play with this guy and that guy, but there you saw it. Yep. Those three went flying down the ice together and made magic happen at a development camp, which I understand the sentence that I just said. I get it. But it was exciting. So, yeah, that tiny little part of your brain is going like, this could be the Avs third line. Right. You're like, you're you're projecting where you're like two years from now, two years from yeah, now. Like, exactly. You're like, oh, Tyson Jost, who's that? JT Comfer? <laughs> I've never heard of her. You know, like, <laughs> never, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, exactly. You get excited about this stuff and, and projecting these guys to take meaningful roles down uh, in, in the future. And, I'm excited, man. I think it's going to be Bowers is one of those guys that I loved him in his draft year just because I have an attachment to really smart, limited offensive players. I don't know (laughs) why that is, uh, but I like them all the time. And he's he had a good day today. He showed well and gave us a little bit of glimpses of all the different facets of his game, uh, except faceoff ability. Let's hope he's good at that because nobody on the abs is. We could use a little of that. The abs <laughs> have, do they have, I think they had one actual center over 50% faceoff wins this year. Yeah, and Kerfoot was like 65. 
Yeah, exactly. Like, okay, <laughs> just let him take face-offs, and then he, he can, can go. He can, he can move yeah. back to the wing. He can do the Joe Pavelski, where he, he takes the face-offs, and then he just disappears to the wall. Right, exactly. But yeah, on Bowers, I think he's a surefire NHL, or just give him time, and, and he'll get there, no problem. It's definitely not a guy where you're drooling about the upside, but you're no. you're you're loving the consistency. And when you're looking at these guys down the road, that's where the Avs taking this other guy 16th uh, last week makes a lot of sense. Where if Alex Newhook turns into the kind of dynamic offensive player that we all think is possible, well, yeah, yeah it's getting to see him skate in person was fun. His he, first drill. Yeah, exactly. Where he goes into the corner and skates around and picks up a puck and he just stopped on a dime and whoever was defending him just ran into the wall. Yeah. And, and I I was like, oh, this is real. Yeah. And then he gets to the top of the circle and it's like three strides in to the goalie and he's at like full speed already. And you're like, whoa. Yeah. Everything about new hook skating, the the balance, the agility, the acceleration, the top speed, uh, all of the edge work, every, the, the ability to stop, start on a dime, every single thing that you can talk about in terms of skating, he did at an extremely high level today. Yeah, it, that was all good. His shot was interesting. Less than I expected. Yeah, it was not a great shot the shot itself, but he has this knack for doing that Phil Kessel thing where he shoots like midway through his stride and catches people off guard. So I actually kind of like that part of it, but yeah, I, I agree. The shot itself could use a little more mustard. I was, I was surprised uh, at it because on, on take, you know, and, and obviously the BCHL and not live appearances that I'm able to get, but I was, I was surprised. Uh, I thought that there was going to be a little more juice behind that shot, and there just wasn't. Not not to sit here and, you know, obviously... I have to add this caveat in there today because I commented on one Drew Hellison... Yeah, right. Uh, one Drew Hellison thing, and I immediately got, well, yeah, he's a bust of a pick. What'd you expect? And not ironically, not joking, like, was serious. And I was like, oh, okay, gotta, gotta remember... We have to always add these caveats in here. It's not like it's bad. It's not like, oh my god, this is a disaster. Just, it wasn't quite as dangerous as I was expecting for a guy known for it. Yeah, I I think that's perfectly fair to say. And I think there could be a little bit more there for sure. We'll just have to wait and see where it's at, either through the rest of this dev camp or, or as he moves into his season. Well, and you know, like, and the thing was, was that he's, he's small and stocky already, but he's got, he's got a frame where there's going to be a lot of filling out. Yeah. That shot will improve just by him getting stronger. Yeah. And just putting on some muscle for sure. That's, and, and because his legs, the way that he shoots, it's got that, he's got that low drive uh, and, and he has the low center of gravity the way that he does. It's a shot that is going to get a lot stronger, a lot faster. Yep. Just because of where, uh, where he's going to be adding a lot of, a lot of his, yeah, yeah, his muscle mass in in the next couple of years. Uh, It will, it will play directly into that shot, improving uh, 
nothing but encouraging for, for Alex Newhook today. Um, every, every red flag that he has, every fault in his game, the rawness, uh, the defensive uh, acumen, all that stuff, that's all going to be stuff that we see play out at college. We yep. didn't really get to see a lot of that today. I think there was – you did get to see some of how raw he is because uh, he's not always able to tap into the best of his abilities outside of his skating. Yeah, I think that's definitely fair to say. It's the consistency might not quite be there yet, but then he's eighteen, so right. Well, and he's not, he's not even eighteen. Yeah, he's he's getting into and he's going into a league where that's it forces guys. Yeah, to very find that systemic in the NCAA, and it really forces that consistency upon you. That that rhythm that those guys get into where they play the same days every week, they play two games, they've got the same schedule every week, everything is repeatable for them, uh, allows him to really find that. It'll, it'll be a key in him finding that consistency and getting that rhythm uh, in, in, in the next level and, and learning how to carry that on. I think college hockey is going to be great for him. I was blown away by him as a skater uh, today. I thought, holy smokes. This is even better than what I thought watching on film. And you and I were already very, very excited about the Alex Newhook pick. Exactly, yeah. One last first rounder for us to talk about. Save the best for last in a, in, in a lot of ways. Uh, Bowen Byram drafted fourth overall. Initial thoughts on him today. Oh, man. That was fun. <laughs> They put him, I guess, really the only Avs defensemen that were there were him and Anderson. So they were going to put him with a bunch of invites anyway, but they put him with some of the older ones. And two things that immediately stood out on the first drill they did with pucks. they That's the drill you're talking about where they don't do the crossovers and they take pucks in, in positions around those face-off circles. Yeah. And he one-touched like seven of the eight pucks he took right back to the guy perfectly. And it's just like, whoa. <laughs> hold on a second and the other guys are like catch hold on play with it for a second send it back just just a different level there yeah a different it, it, a different ability but yeah beyond that they put them with these older players that are a little bit more built and they had a drill where the hellison one where the whole objective was to out muscle the guy to keep him away from the puck and he didn't flinch at all he pushed these guys around he was flawless in that drill. None of those guys got to the puck on him. Not yeah. the first. The, the the second time they did it, uh, Jack Ashan got to him. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's my guy. So, of course, he did. But the first time around, no nobody got close to that puck. He just shut it down. Yep. And yeah. when we're talking about a guy that scored 26 goals last year, and we were really excited because, oh, he's going he's gonna to bring offense and – you know he's gonna be he's gonna be a good two way guy. He destroyed those fools today. Yeah, it wasn't close. He was the best defenseman there by a good wide margin. And then he got to do the he got to participate in the other half of those drills. <laughs> yep. In which I don't remember which one of them it was, but it might have even been Jack or Sean. Uh, but he walked somebody. <laughs> And all I could think was if Bowen Byram is ever in a situation where he's got to go up against a defenseman without a stick, he has got this. Yep. 
he has got this because he made that dude look bad. <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty incredible his reach there. In that case, to dragging it back, but there was another one where he was trying to get the puck away, and they're like five feet off the puck, and he just reaches between this guy's legs and pokes it, and is like, "Okay." How casually he handled those drills and that group was super impressive. Yeah, he he looked like he came in and had done this twice before. So I uh, I was able to get a video of him doing just doing some puck drills at the end, uh, just for a couple of seconds. It was very brief, unfortunately. But even that, you could see that this this guy's talent level is so far above his peers right now. Yeah, in, in almost every single facet, there I struggle to pick out anything negative he really did today. Even in the the shooting section in the afternoon, he had one where he walked in on Ann and then just oh. wrecked him. So, and it was like, and it was like, yeah, that's the guy who scored twenty six goals this year. Like, got it. Yep. Like, turns out that wasn't an accident. <laughs> He's pretty good at that thing. One one last guy that I do want to touch on before we get out of here for the day, and if we didn't talk about a guy today, it didn't mean he have a bad day. I mean, maybe it does, but not necessarily. Okay, there were there were a lot of a lot of interesting things that happened on the ice today, but Brandon Sajan needs an ELC straight up right now. Sign him. Like, he, so solid all day. That goal that he scored from behind the goal line, yeah, just clever. Well. Yeah, he banked it in off the goalie, and he had one before that that hit all three posts and went in. Yeah. And like, just understands what the hell he's doing at all times. Yeah, I I credited it to his age a little bit and thinking that maybe he just has that little bit more wisdom that some of these kids don't have, but it's shown through every single drill, every single play. He just had that little something extra. Well, and he did it uh, in the prospect tournament in Vegas last uh, yep. last fall. Uh, he was their best player. He scored like five goals in those games. Mm-hmm. And he goes into camp today and like, yeah, the feet are not exceptional, but this dude belongs. Yeah. I, the Eagles desperately needed goal scoring last year. And you're looking at Sajan and you're like, there it is. <laughs> Right, well, and like the exact kind of goal scoring that the Eagles would like, too, because it's not flashy, it's not sexy, he just goes and gets in front of the net, digs pucks out, and finds a way. Exactly. He, I think he'll fit in great there, just put the pen to paper. I'm, I, yeah, I'm at a loss, man, that, that this hasn't been done already, and if for whatever reason it doesn't get done, bad call. Yeah, that's a bad look if it's not happening. <laughs> I yeah, you can't draft a twice overage guy and then have him do everything asked of him and continue to get better and look as good as he has in various uh areas for them and not give that guy a deal. Agreed. You better you better be an incredibly deep organization to get away with that and the Avs as deep as they are and as much as I like the talent at this camp, uh they're not quite there yet. No, I I agree with you. They can't just be Giving away talent like that. Well, and especially because you you traded down to to pick that guy up. Like, if you were targeting this guy, then use him. Right. Like, 
you can't have that level of disconnect between your uh, amateur amateur scouts and the guys picking the players for you and your pro your front office your pro scouts guys. There's there's there the gulf can't be that large. You've got to be significantly more in tune with each other on a, especially on a guy like that who you know he has an accelerated timeline. One hundred percent. If you don't want that guy, that's fine. But your NHL scouts need to be saying, look, we don't have room for him or we're not going to play him at pro. And you say, okay, we'll do something else. And right. I'd be, you can't pick him and then not use him. And then and then just watch him. Yeah. You don't, like, technically you have that time, I guess. Like, technically you can, you can wait. But they've already burned one overage season. Uh, it's It's time to make a decision. Yeah, I agree. That was all. That was. I. I felt like I had to get back up on that soapbox uh, just at the end there because Brandon Sajan deserves an ELC. I hope his family listens at least. <laughs> Somebody getting something out of this. Yeah, I hope. I hope of all the players' families that that could be listening, uh, the the guys that we talked up today, and certainly Sajan's family, where they can. We say he deserves an ELC, and they can just high-five each other and fist bump and be like, yeah, that guy. Well, if he doesn't get it here, I'm sure the Sharks will sign him. So, All right, that's a perfect note to end on. <laughs> Before we get out of here, I want to tell you about a really awesome deal for BSN listeners. You already know that Total Beverage has the most liquor in Colorado with the best prices in Colorado, but now they're delivering to anywhere in the North Metro area from Wheat Ridge to Erie. Plus... They are now offering CBD products. That's right. Beer-infused CBD products and much more. For a limited time, Total Bev is now offering 20% off your purchase on their website and app. Use promo code BSN20 to save 20% off and have it delivered straight to your door. That does it for us today. I am AJ Hayfley. He is Nathan Rudolph. We are the BSN Avalanche Podcast presented by Total Beverage. We will see you guys tomorrow after day two of DevCamp.